Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, hello! I'm Matt Williamson with the Locked On NFL Podcast. We are back. Maybe some of you caught it on Twitter, at WilliamsonNFL, but we just went over the total of 1 million listens in Locked On NFL history. It's big news. It's huge. A million. A million people have listened to the podcast, or at least downloaded it. That's all you need to do, download it. I prefer you listen, but you don't have to. Spread the word. Um, Go to iTunes and leave a review, please. Um, I... Th- I think something I need to do is maybe start reading some of the reviews you guys leave um, to better promote what you actually write. And if they're negative, I'll read them. What do I care? I mean, it's fine. Um, we have been going through our positional series. We did wide, or we did wide receivers and tight ends the last two days, running backs and quarterbacks before that. I'm going to do offensive tackles today and interior offensive linemen tomorrow to finish up the offense. I am not going to do kickers or specialists, but it will do defense the following week. So today is offensive tackles. We're brought to you by SeatGeek. Leave me some feedback on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. And let's get into the offensive tackles that didn't make it. And you guys know I always talk about there's a shortage of offensive linemen in the league. And I very much believe that. I, th- I think that the, qu- the number of teams with quality o- overall units is down. And I think the number of great players is down. You know, there's no Jonathan Ogden, Tony Baselli, Walter Jones, Orlando Paces. Uh, I often talk about the year I spent with the Browns and one of my responsibilities probably my number one responsibility with the Browns was I had to watch the NFC West um, and have a grade on every player I watched every snap of every player in that division and that was back when Orlando Pace and Walter Jones were Orlando Pace and Walter Jones and I kid you not and this is not an extreme or this is not a exaggeration but often late in games opposing pass rushers basically gave up you know that they just said I can't beat Jones or Pace so I'm gonna not even explode off the ball and hope the run is coming my way don't even engage them play totally different because they were just totally beat down by the end of the game and really had little chance of success I mean it it was unbelievable I mean it was really really uh, an impressive situation there. The, the 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 dominance you saw from those guys and Jones slightly more than Pace. I think Jones is probably the best offensive lineman I ever saw. It was really something to watch. All right. So without any further ado, let's get to the just missed list. And I meant to say this out earlier. Actually, there's you know my top ten, and then I got another ten or twelve guys that were considered. So. It's not like the cupboard at offensive tackle is bare across the league. I mean, there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of young ones. The guys I wanted to mention that just missed for me, um, there's three rookies from a year ago that I think are going to be very good and are on strong career paths. 
Jack Conklin, to me, had the best year of the three rookies I'm going to mention. Uh, Ronnie Stanley, I think, is going to be a long-term um, starter, quality player for the Ravens. And to me, Tunsil, who started out as a guard and is now a tackle, I think he's going to be the best of all and is going to be at the top of this list maybe even a year from now. I mean, I, I think he's going to be a top five offensive tackle immediately, you know, starting this year. And I almost put him in the top 10, but he hasn't even played tackle yet, so I didn't think that was fair. Um, some other dudes to talk about here are... Um, other dudes here to talk about, you know, Cordy Glenn, I think is a high quality player for the Bills, didn't quite make it. Ricky Wagner just made a ton of money coming off his first contract. Good for him. Um, high quality player. He would probably have been my uh, my third or fourth right tackle. There's two on the list and he would have probably been third or fourth. We just would have done right tackle with Balaga being the other. He was an, another guy that didn't quite make it. Ah, Marcus Cannon, too, is another one on this list. A good, really good player. Um, Dwayne Brown is an older guy that is still a quality dude and came back better than I expected. Staley in San Francisco is an older guy. Um, Taylor Lewan is a really good player as well. Jake Matthews is good, not great. Same, I would say, with Valdir in Arizona. I said Staley, I said Cannon. So those were my almosts. You know, they, they were there, didn't quite make the top 10. So Tunsil, Glenn, Wagner, Stanley, Brown, Conklin, Lawan, Balaga, Matthews, Valdir, Staley, Cannon were all just outside the top 10. Uh, Bakhtiari with the Packers was number 10 for me. Really, really good in protection. And obviously they have a great pair of of offensive tackles, as do the Titans. And the Titans had two guys that narrowly missed in Conklin and Lawan. Uh, Balaga narrowly missed. Bakhtiari narrowly made it. He's number 10, but high-quality guy. And, you know, he's not exactly the ideal. He's not 6'6". I think he's like 6'4 and change. Um, real technically sound, though. I'm writing an article about the, the Packers' offensive line as we speak. There's been a lot of change there, uh, but the, he's a rock at, at a tackle spot. Um, again, great in protection. And while it sounds great to play with Aaron Rodgers, and for the most part it is, you got to protect a long time to be Aaron, an offensive tackle for Aaron Rodgers. And Bakhtiari does that extremely well. Um, Teron Armstead didn't have a great year, mostly because of injury, missed a lot of time. Uh, they drafted a tackle in the first round, who I think basically is going to be the right tackle of the future, but is also you know, Armstead Insurance. He's amongst the best athletes and upside guys on this list, and I thought he was really good two years ago. So if we had done this a, a year ago, he'd have been higher on the list, so he dropped a little, but I still have extreme faith that he's going to be a high-quality guy, could shoot up into that top two or three if in a, a big rebound season. That wouldn't blow me away. A guy that doesn't get mentioned a lot, as, but it's just really a fixture. I mean, it's just a high-quality offensive tackle and has been for a long time now, is Donald Penn for the Raiders. And not super flashy, but really thick, powerful, probably a little better in protection, but fits that Raiders mold of huge human beings. And tomorrow when we talk about interior guys, the Raiders will have some representatives or two there as well. Uh, Penn, to me, is 
been a little overshadowed by like Peters and Thomas of this generation for the last 10, 12 years. But man, he's been a high quality dude going back to Tampa Bay. Uh, I had mentioned we were brought to you by SeatGeek yet again. They've been with us from the duration, a million listens, but a lot of them have been through SeatGeek. And SeatGeek's the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the games we want to see up close and in person this season, any season. Um, I didn't go to either of the, to the first two Pens games. Uh, my Pens are up to nothing. Maybe I will use SeatGeek to go to Game 5. If it goes that long, we'll see. And they might just sweep the old Predators. Although I will say the Nationals outplay the Pens overall. But anyway, SeatGeek is great stuff to get to hockey, get to football, get to concerts, get to stand-up. Whatever you're into, SeatGeek will take care of you. And it's never been easier to get the guaranteed seats you want for a great value with the use of SeatGeek. Um, I do have the SeatGeek app on my phone. Like I said, I might use it for the Pens game. You can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats for, you know, Game 5 or any events this year. I mean, U2's coming to town here soon. I was thinking about going to see them. Uh, with SeatGeek, you can always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek prices compares for, for you by searching multiple ticket sites. They can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find the lowest available price. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is giving a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals to fit your budget. Plus, every ticket you backed is backed by their 100% guarantee, which is awesome. Um, and my listeners, all of you guys, as you've heard before, get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. And this is how you get the 20 bucks back. Go download the SeatGeek app. I think you can figure out how to do that. Go to the setting tab and click add a promo code. Enter my promo code, L-O-N-F-L, L-O-N-F-L. Uh, SeatGeek will then th- send you a $20 check after you made your first ticket purchase. So download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code L-O-N-F-L today. Do that immediately. All right, let us continue this offensive tackle list. Um, we've mentioned all of the non-top 10. Bakhtiari was 10, Armstead was 9, Donald Penn was 8. Now I got a pair of my favorite right tackles at six and seven. I have Lane Johnson at six, Marcus Gilbert from Pittsburgh at seven, two Pennsylvania guys. Johnson was missed gigantic last year for the Eagles. And I think eventually he will turn, you know, over to the left side. They're paying him like a left tackle, but I think he's the best right tackle in the league. Extremely athletic. You remember in his combine, I mean, he lit it up as speed. I mean, amazing speed for a tackle. He needs to stay on the field. He needs to stay, you know, <laughs> off whatever has taken him on the field and need to stay on the straight and narrow because the Eagles need him in a big way. But he is one of the hugest additions that returns, um, you know, that his team didn't get enough of last year. Marcus Gilbert plays through pain, you know, is overshadowed at time by his Pouncey and DeCastro. But he's a rocket right tackle, too, for the Steelers. Really, really good player. Tough guy. Hard to find weaknesses with him. The next three are the old men. And they've been the best offensive tackles of this generation. Joe Thomas at three. Andrew Whitworth at four. Jason Peters at five. I think of those three, Peters has slipped the most. 
but he's also the most gifted of them. I mean, this guy came in the league as a tight end. I know it seems like 100 years ago, and some of you sports fans don't even remember that. He was a tight end, undrafted out of Arkansas, that can run and bend and is an extreme athlete and is up to like 330 pounds. Um, again, former tight end. He has power. He has leverage. I think he's a potential Hall of Famer. Andrew Whitworth doesn't seem to slip at all, and now he goes to the Rams on a big deal. I think he's going to help them immensely, immediately, maybe only for a year or two, but has had a tremendous career and, and maybe gets overshadowed because he's in Cincinnati. Um, Joe Thomas certainly has gotten overshadowed because he's in Cleveland and doesn't win any games, but Whitworth's been an elite protector, a big rugged dude in the run game too. Thomas has just been a rock of stability. I think he is a Hall of Famer. Is Whitworth? I'm not sure. Is Peters? Maybe. I think Thomas, Peters, Whitworth would be my order in terms of Hall of Fame uh, resumes. I mean, Thomas doesn't even miss a snap, and he's just a, a tier below the Ogdens of the world. But, I mean, a pro bowler every year. What more do you want to have a left tackle? To me, that's a Hall of Famer. Uh, the top two are both out of the NFC East. I took Tyron Smith over Trent Williams, um, but I think there's a line after those two. I think there's a little gap from Williams to Thomas, with all respect to Thomas. Williams is a dominant player, and again, as is the nature of offensive linemen, doesn't get the credit he probably deserves for being one of the elite players in this league and one of the elite players at his position. Tyron Smith does get that credit because he's on a Cowboys line and, you know, he, he had some injury issues last year, but people shouldn't look like him. I mean, long arms, huge hands, came into the league at a very young age. They signed him to a million-year contract. He's got a narrow waist. He's a natural bender. He's unbelievably powerful, fits that scheme well, might only be getting better, too. Heavy hands, powerful punch. Great balance. Him and Williams are superstars, and it doesn't get talked about enough. So that's an overview of the best offensive tackles in the league right now. A better group than you would think. You know, I mean, and there will be some good ones tomorrow, too, on the interior. So tune in then. Leave me a note on uh, iTunes. There you have it. Over and out. Take care, everybody. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17